This is amazing. Yeah. I feel Here we go. We're on a, another level of professionalism right now. I know. This is so great. Jingle bells, motherfucker. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> it's the holiday season. Slash you. Win a break. Motherfucker, motherfucker in the heels. Yeah. I love this song. Good. I'm glad I, you uh, like it. I have wet dreams to it. Oh. Because it, it means Slash You is about to happen. Check it out. <laughs> they love us. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. On this episode of Slash You, we are going to bother you with some new gadgets that we have here in the studio. A lot of fun that we have. So much fun. <laughs> Oh, shit. I bet people are turning it off right now. They're, they're in, like, their, in their cars, <laughs> screeching off the side of the road. Oh, they're man. just going to tune into the next episode. No, please stick around yeah. with us because we are your professors, Nick and Andy, slash your university. Here we are. Yes. Episode 56. 56? I thought it was like 82. I have no idea. Sometimes you say, I feel like it's 17. Sometimes you're like, it's 82. No, we've... 56. God, we've seen a lot of fucking movies. We've seen a lot of movies. I gotta quit cussing. I still, I, I listened to Professional You, the uh-huh. Professional You episode we did. Yeah. And I really did sound professional. Did I, we do one? I don't remember. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't cuss the whole app. Well, I didn't cuss like for a minute. We could program this thing to be a, have a swear button if you want to bleep yourself out. I think out. our audience is cool with it. Yeah, they're fine with it. I mean, I you know, I can say like, you know, poop and butt and stuff. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Oh, Get new right microphones? Get new, right up on there. Uh, yeah. yeah, like a big old robot penis in my <laughs> mouth. Hey, everybody, again, uh, stoked to have you with us for episode, what, Andy? Again? 56. 56. This week's episode was a great one. I really I enjoyed this, this one. Yes. It had everything in it. It has, uh, Andy has rad vans. Yes. Skateboarding. It had that. Fun kills, boobies, plot twist. Welcome to Silent Madness. Yeah, from 1984. One hour, 34 minutes. Is it directed Fil- by Simon Nocturne? Nocturne. Filmed in 3D. Did you see some of those 3D? Those- yeah, I saw that some like attempts at 3D, and you're like imagining. Like- I think the first 3D <laughs> movie I saw, I remember seeing one, but it was really no plot. Mm-hmm. But um, Friday the 13th, part three in 3D, I guess I'm dating myself. I actually saw that in the movie theater. Was it the Friday the 13th, part 3D? Is that like how they did it? No. Part three. Oh. Smart, but yeah. <laughs> it was Friday 13, part three. Okay. 3D. Um, um, very much a classic. Good. Um <clears throat> But, uh, oh, and uh, happy birthday, Christine, the movie, John Carpenter. Oh, sure. 38th anniversary. Macabre Daily had a really cool article written up on it. Go check that out check on out. Instagram, Macabre Daily. Uh, 13 fun facts about the movie Christine. And in honor of that, Andy, fuck, Mary kill. Uh-oh, here we go. Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Christine. Well, Christine's a car. Well, just pretend. Um, I'm going to have to marry the car. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You get a bang. I guess I could have killed the car. Because <laughs> um, it's re- awfully hard to have intercourse with a car. Uh, <laughs> you could, but, I mean, she loves you. Christine is very yeah. much in love with the owner. So I think that's a good sure. call. So who um, are you going to bang? Uh, what you say, Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees? <laughs> Michael Myers. You're gonna bang Michael? I think because Jason Voorhees is like been at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, and he's, stuff. Probably, yeah he's probably all he's grimy, grimy. And gross. I mean, not I to bet, say Michael Myers is clean. Well, I bet he's a tender lover. You think so? I bet Michael Myers will be a tender lover. He's a little tender. Touch. A little, little snuggles. So I, I bet suppose... he spoon you. I bet he wouldn't just leave afterwards either. Like he'd, he'd hold you for a while. So I guess I'm marrying Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Wait. Thanks. Yeah. You're killing Christine? 
Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Wait, marry the car. Fuck Michael Myers. Yes, and kill Jason. Kill Jason Voorhees if I can. Yeah. I think I like that. Um, And I'm definitely. Good one. What's yours? Um, I'm gonna marry Christine. Okay. I'm gonna bang Michael Myers just like you said because I think he'd be tender lover. Yeah. He'd hold me. Uh, I think he'd really work the nipples too. Um, Probably. And then I will kill Jason Voorhees. So I'm gonna go along with you, brother. And again, I'm really stoked to talk about Silent Madness here, Andy. Again, it has so much to this movie. Uh, did you notice the Dr. Kruger and uh, the Boiler Room? Uh, Friday the 13th? I mean, yeah. uh, I mean sorry, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, yeah, Kruger. yeah. Oh, sure, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yep. But it was I didn't make that connection. Um, I didn't either. IMDb did. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, another great title for this movie, uh, Andy, would have been uh, Sorority House Massacre. Oh, wait. That's true. We, already, yep. That was, uh, that was like number 16 or 12 or 5 or whatever but on our, our history. We've watched that one. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, what's <clears throat> funny about this is that it's got the insane Asylum. Yep. It's got the, uh, the, the, the sorority house. We watched Sorority House Massacre, and we also watched House on Sorority Row. Sorority House Massacre, Sorority house Mass- Massacre was episode 8. Yeah. House on Sorority Row was episode 27. Yeah, I think a good best of would be movies that feature sororities or high school or beauty. Like the school, the school setting uh, is always f- good fodder for a slasher movie. This yes. one, this one included, you know, this a uh, lot of cool facts and fun tidbits about this movie uh, was filmed in New Jersey in 1983 under the title Dark Sunday. New Jersey over here. New Jersey over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, but it was Dark Sunday. Also went by Beautiful Screamers. The Omega Factor and the Night Killers. Okay, Andy, this movie is like yeah. this movie was like if a smart, independent woman, let's say like if, if Michelle Obama was really into horror movies, uh, pre Obama, like okay, she was in college, and before she had kids, this would be the movie Michelle Obama would make if she liked horror movies during her experimental years in college. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, so that's that's what I think. This that is, is a. Good metaphor. You think I like so? It. I do. I do. Because I can picture it. Yeah, like this. Know? I could see like, yeah. you know, Michelle Obama going, and action. And yeah. then like Howard Johns comes in and starts fucking. Uh, <laughs> Whacking people, about. killing people. Hey, so um, I, I think people know this already, but we're going to spoil it. We are going to spoil the entire plot today. And um, live here. But all <laughs> in Studio SU. That's yeah. so lame. Um, what we called the Studio West. Because now I'm able to pack all this up and yeah, move it to your and house. We'll be doing Studio I can't east. wait to record at my house. We'll be doing Slash U East, our yeah. studios in the East. Yeah, good stuff. Um, also, by any means, want to let you know that Nick and Andy are not movie professionals. Nope. We are not those people that are going to bore you at a party and talk about the intricacies. What, in, in, intricacies? Intricacies, thank you. Yeah, we're not cinephiles. Fucking cinephiles over here. <laughs> uh, so I think we just should go uh, ahead and get into it. Yeah. Um, if you're ready, Andy. I am. It is time for <laughs> Andy's Cliff Kill Notes. We got a bed music for it. Yeah. Brought to you by Tater Tots. If you're looking for a potato deep fried with a little snack and crack in your mouth, enjoy a beautiful tater tot. Ooh. And now, Andy's Cliff Kill Notes. Dig that funky beat. Dancing over here. All that garage band loops. All right. A critical, a critical computer human error at a mental institution causes the wrong patient to be released. Believing that patient to be dangerous, Dr. Joan Gilmore attempts to expose the hospital's mistake. 
she ends up investigating the killer's past involvement with a sorority, only to discover he's there. <laughs> and he is, in fact, dangerous. But at the same time, the hospital will go to great lengths to cover up their mistake. And that's the setup for the movie. That, am I, this new stu- this new studio setup, I'm, I'm in. You like I, it? I just, the Cliff Kill Notes, that was the best one ever. 56 episodes, best fucking Cliff Kill Notes ever. <laughs> 10 out of 10, would recommend. <laughs> so again, Andy, diving into Silent Madness, filmed in yeah. 3D. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a slasher horror movie. I mean, like an, an insane asylum in yeah. a horror movie. Who'd have thought? I know, right? It's, a, and and, and a sorority house in a slasher movie? They're combining a couple of the best this things. Is, this is breaking ground over here. We had a couple good stars in this one, too. Um, the Dr. Gilmore, I think I told you that interesting fact. Many of you don't know, Neil. Pat- you know the actor Neil Patrick Harris. Sure. Uh, back when he was young, he was actually on an 80s sitcom called Doogie Howser, MD. Yep. The premise was he was a 16-year-old prodigy. He was a doctor. Super smart. Dr. Yep. Doogie Howser. Yep. Uh, his mom in that sitcom, Dr. Jane Gilmore. Played by Belinda Montgomery. She's our main girl in this, our final girl, if you will. Uh, she is a doctor of this uh, asylum. She's mm-hmm. a psychiatrist. The setting is in like New York City, Boston. Who cares? It's I think it's New York City. I think the yeah, it's Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and then the the sorority is like um, upstate. Upstate New York, New three York. hours away over, over here. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Gilmore <laughs> is walking down the halls, and uh, of her asylum, yeah. and runs into a patient called Romano. Yep. And he's like, Don't he's got to catch the subway. Yeah, I got to get it. He's kind of mentally unstable. Yeah. They're, it's another great depiction of mental illness. Note <laughs> that down. Where everybody's sort of <laughs> a, a yeah. blithering idiot. Like, yeah, they're picking their nose while riding a yep. unicycle or I something. Mean, you know, yep. uh, Nick and I don't mean to make fun. This no. is how the movies did it back then. We obviously, we know that that's not the way things are. No. That's not how it's mental not. patients are. <laughs> I just, they just let um, them sit in a room and just yeah. do crazy shit. So um, our doctor, Gilmore, is trying to get Romano. But I even wrote that so funny, Andy. That same trope of them derp patients in asylums. Yep. Derp um, um, uh, she's trying to get Romano back safely to the day room, and this is where we're trying to find out that the doctors at Crest Haven Asylum are trying to boot patients out of the uh, out of their care because of budget constrictions, budgetary issues. Yeah, go. they're overcrowded and understaffed. Doctor Van Dyce and Doctor is one of the jerks here in this opening scene. Who's um, good call? Kind of uh, aloof to the fact that he signed the release papers for for Romano. He's like, he's fine. He's a functioning member of society. <laughs> he is not. Like, he's walking down the hallway looking for the subway. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know why that's making me laugh. He was. He was like, but Dr. Van Dyke says I'm good. And I'm like, you're not, you're not cured, Romano. Of course, yeah. Dr. Uh, Gilmore is absolutely not having this. She but cares about the patients. She does. The other guys care about budgets and Dr. Van Dyke and Dr. Yeah. Kruger. Two, yeah. Like I wrote even two old white fucks. The kind of guys Shocking. that- yeah, the kind of guys that would make decisions on what women should do with their body, fucking ass. Also, Doctor Kruger, he's got that smarmy British accent that all villains have. <laughs> yeah, he's, yes, my. Perhaps you'd want to have this conversation in oh. my in my office a little more professionally, <laughs> smarmy. Yeah, you know? exactly, brother. Yeah. He's a condescending fuck. Yeah. They oh, both yeah. are. There are like, hints of sexism oh, big time. Throughout this whole movie. And I, I say hints. I mean, very overt, straight but, yeah. up sexism. <laughs> so it, it, that we definitely will dive into that. And, you know, just with the, the, the whole staff here, except for yeah. Dr. Anderson, uh, is a female who is the chief of staff. So she kind of oversees all the doctors at Crest Haven. 
Yeah. So you have Dr. Van Dyce, Dr. Kruger, the two old white fucks. You have Dr. Joan Gilmore, our star, our final girl, and Dr. Anderson. The head of the hospital. And obviously, like you said, Romano is not ready to go. No. So uh, she is getting him back. And then it's Nick's Rad Fan Alert. Yeah. We uh, take off. There's uh, a couple, uh, Paul and Susan, uh, hanging out, camping, drinking some cores. Susan's showing a little booby. Yep. And uh, again, this is a, a great looking van. I think it's a 1974 Ford. Maybe okay. 78. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's all decked out. Uh, the shagging wagon. I mean, he's got it. Like the second base mobile. It's, it's nice. <laughs> we're uh, we're intercutting a little bit here. That's my between the, Yeah. They're, they're, they go from the folks at the at the campground in the, in the rad van back to the hospital. Yeah. The yeah, split shots. Yeah. Edits, yeah. Where we... Um, We've discovered, um, you know, in addition to Romano getting uh, not released, staying in the hospital, there's another guy named John Howard that Dr. Um, Gilmore uh, was like, we're, we're keeping him here. And Dr. Kruger and Dr. Van Dyke. Well, Dr. Van Dyke is like, no, I signed the release form for John Howard. And uh, I'm, I'm sure of it. I signed a release form this morning for five patients, and his name was on there. And Dr. Um, Kruger's like, okay, fine, whatever, let's let's go. And Dr. Gilmore's like, oh, I wonder, hmm. And she's going to ask to use the computer. That's exactly right, Andy. Something uh, fishy is running amok at yeah. Crest Haven Hospital, uh, Asylum for the Psychos. And uh, Gilmore's going to find out what's going on. Yeah. So as, the, as Andy was saying, it's back and forth shots between, you know, Detective Gilmore, Dr. Gilmore, whatever, <laughs> Nancy Drew over here. Over um, here. Trying to find out some information, and uh, we're, we're heading back to the the van. Yeah, and where it, they're getting a little chummy. They're getting a little naughty over here. <laughs> um, as they're getting naughty, do I uh, do I play that? Yeah, <laughs> we love it! Yay! Yay. Oh, jeez. Um, Back at the rad van, yeah. uh, we're starting to get the idea that something is askew with some patients, like Howard yeah. Johns, John, John Howard, Howard, something's yeah. going on. Back at the van, a killer approaches yeah. and really... destroys the fucking yeah. van. That's, that's my dick kill shot. I was about to say, that's really a shame. That's, just... my, that's my dick kill shot, that van. The van? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a damn shame. Yeah, he took a big sledgehammer. Ooh, destroys the van. And just destroys the windshield. JK. Yeah, and starts smashing the sides of the van. Uh, and we're back at, we, we kind of jump back to the hospital where Dr. Gilmore is finding on the computer that the patient who was released was not John Howard. It was Howard, comma, or it was Howard Johns. Howard Johns, that's his name. John, comma, Howard. Yeah, you so know. It was, that was a mix-up. Uh, it was a mix-up because they display the names, last name, comma, first name, and yeah. But it, Howard Johns is the, he's, he's is the one who said got released. In, yeah, and it says in big letters. Paranoid, dangerous. Psycho fucking. Yeah, yeah, from Ward L. Yeah, Ward L, um, which means Ward Lame. Which means Dr. Van Dyce released the wrong guy. Yep. That's the clerical error I mentioned. That's in the my clerical in the cool notes. <laughs> hey, you know what? I still like clapping. Can I still clap? I suppose. It doesn't matter. These people could take care of it for us. <laughs> yeah, but they sound better than me. Uh, back at the van, though, Paul does... Uh, I mean. Howard Johns, the killer, the yeah. psycho who who is uh, who was mistakenly released, uh, takes a sledgehammer yeah. to Paul, the owner of the van. Um, kills Paul. Kills Paul, and Paul tries to defend himself with an axe, but as it's a little hatchet, a little a hatchet, hatchet, yeah. That, yeah. Then as Susan runs away, Howard Johns has got a good throw. Yeah, he he throws the hatchet at her. It comes towards the camera. Yeah, did you see? Like, because it's three D. Three D. Supposed to be three D. Yeah. So like flies at the camera. So you're supposed to be in the theater going, "Holy shit!" And flinching. You know, 
There was it's somebody actually was flying at me. <laughs> so I mean, three, I mean, that was a way to get those kids. They you still know? do it with the 3D movies these days. They still do that stuff where it comes at you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw the, uh, they re-released Jurassic Park, the 20-year anniversary or whatever, 2016, in 3D. In the theaters. Was it cool? It was very cool. I saw that because there's a lot of points where the dinosaur, you know, raptors are jumping at you and stuff and, and in 3D that, that works, you know. But oh, I wasn't flinching. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, hey, because I know I'm watching a movie. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. So I remember in Friday the 13th, he takes a, a burning spear and like, you know, like as it's coming right at you and, you know, as a kid, shit, I was, I was only two. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> But again, my dad took me to see a lot of the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So, uh, so Paul and Susan are, are dead. dead, and uh, so back to back, the hospital. Back at the hospital, Doctor Gilmore is like something. The fuck is up? She's investigating. She, she's she's a little investigator. She's our little Nancy Drew. Like I, I, said. I like what they did here. Gonna sound a little cinephilish. Uh, she's walking down like a din- dingy hallway when there's like a light fixture on the floor. Yeah. And some other orderly smoking a cigarette looking at her, giving the impression that, yes, the hospital is underfunded. Uh, <laughs> it's literally falling apart. Uh, I just I just thought that was cool. Oh, they, like, they wanted to make us aware that this place sucks. You're such a cinephile. I know. And she's approaching a, a keep out, a door that says keep out. It's Ward L. That's and, what um, uh, where, where the where the where the where the real psychos yeah. are, and we meet a creepy attendant named Virgil. Virgil won't let her in. Creepy as fuck. I mean, just imagine someone really creepy. Students now, <laughs> times that by twenty. Times that by twenty. Yeah. This is Virgil. He's Virgil creepy. tells her to go see Doctor Kruger for access. Doctor Kruger's this. the boss over here. Yeah, over here. He's the smarmy British fucker. So, um. She says, fine, whatever. And we flash over to Barrington College. College campus for... Barrington College. Uh, college for girls. College for women. Women. Young ladies. And this is what's rad, Andy. Um, I wanted to bring this up to you. When, when Barbara is our skateboarder. Yeah. She kisses a dude. Yeah. And goodbye. And she takes off on her skateboard. He is... He's such a quick flash. Yeah. But then you remember when I texted you, watched the movie, like, who was that guy on the door later in the film? Yeah. It's him. It's him? Yeah. Oh. Because I recognize the shirt. Spoiler, he gets killed. Yeah, but... But it's off screen. It's... But he really only has a second of a shot. Yeah. Barbara... Yeah. We find out the people are leaving. It's a fall break. Fall Going break. Going on a break. Going on a break. Yeah, good times. Uh. Anyway, Barbara kisses her boyfriend. Yeah. Puts on her helmet, got her gloved up, old rectors on. Yep. Takes off on an old pal skateboard. Uh, it's rad because uh, I don't know if some of you know, I uh, enjoy skateboarding. Yeah. So it was kind of cool for her. She's twisting and turning, surfing down the road or yeah. pathway, does a quick turn. Yeah. And heads off. And there's a lot of people around, but it's still, I guess, it's in a wooded area. Still broad daylight. Still broad daylight. And she's cruising down the path on her board. Howard Johns jumps up, grabs her, board keeps going. She stops. She doesn't scream, yeah. but he takes her in the woods, gets her into a boiler room. Yeah, he's random boiler room. A random boiler we'll room. We'll find out where it yeah, is later. Totally. But, but he puts her head into a vice yeah. and a vice grip. Yeah. That starts turning it and he squeezes her head Ugh. dead. Yeah. And that is my Nick's Dick Kill Shot of the Week. Dick Kill Shot of the Week. <laughs> I like this oh. kill because it's just a rad kill, vice grip, but also uh, an honor of and a female skateboarder at that. Uh, yeah. We need more of that. I think it's rad. So again, my dick kill shot of the week for episode. 
<laughs> Episode 56, Nick's dick, uh, dick kill shot. So, um, okay. Barbara's uh, gone. Barbara is dead. So, back with Do- uh, Detective Dr. Gilmore. Yeah. I'm just going to start calling her Nancy Drew. She really <laughs> is trying to find out. She's, I mean, she is on the, the, the fucking info tip about yeah. Howard Johns. She's on the move. She gets into that keep out area anyway. Ward L. Pretty much goes in there without, you know, once Virgil's not around. Uh, Did you understand the scene, Andy? Are there, are there, they're comatose I'm, patients. Yeah, it's weird. She finds all these patients uh, hooked up to various machinery, you know, electrodes in their body. A couple of them are in bags, like like body bags almost, but there's air. They, they can breathe. But they're all hooked up for, for whatever reason. Um, I, I guess it's because they're the most dangerous patients, and the, the hospital's decided to just keep them, you know, comatose or near comatose. That's what I wrote. Yeah, near yeah. comatose, and that's exactly what I wrote, Andy. Um, she finds Howard Johns' room and says on the chalkboard next to the door, Howard Johns, status, discharged. And it's obviously an empty room. He's been discharged. And she's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, back to this room, though, when Dr. Gilmore is confronted by the orderlies. Virgil. Virgil and, and his Jesse. friend Jesse. Fucking Jesse. Two two more redneck names there have never been. Virgil <laughs> and Jesse. Jesse makes Virgil look like Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> I don't, what? <laughs> I mean, what? No, he makes him look like a saint. Right? Oh, I see. Jesse's worse. Jesse is yeah. fucking way worse. He is so, the worst. I, they were talking about these comatose patients. They're keeping them alive just through electricity. Like, they zap them. Yeah. Like, they, they these... They the just, worst patients end up there. They, yeah, that's exactly what they She's said. She's like, what about exercise? These human beings. He's like, we zap them their muscles with electricity. Yeah, they it's, got a cow, like a cow prod. Yeah, and it, it simulates exercise, keeps them in shape. I mean, these, Virgil and Jesse, every person's nightmare. They're the um, worst. They're into bullying Dr. Gilmore. Jesse thinks he's got a chance with her. Yeah, he's a fool. A fucking weirdo. Um, and how about that? <laughs> and as she leaves, how about that 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 third three minute Virgil laugh? <laughs> yeah, he just keeps laughing. Jesse looks at him and like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing, Virgil? He laughs seriously. It's like she, thirty minutes. She ends. That's the sexism I'm talking about because she end. She leaves these guys saying like, don't you forget? You know, I'm a doctor here. You two are just attending. Yeah, you and two like are. leaves. And yeah, Virgil is it Virgil just. <laughs> she showed you, stupid woman. You know that's. That's the impression I get. These two are jerks. Yeah, very a lot of condescending yeah. uh, male bravado towards Dr. Gilmore here. Absolutely. So she, finally, she finally does confront Dr. Kruger about uh, Howard John's um, discharge, and he kind of just dismisses her, puts her aside. And uh, he's a condescending fuck, like, don't worry your pretty little head or yep. something like he's that. He's mad yeah. that she got into Ward L. Um, instead of worried that a patient is, yeah. is gone, no doubt. <laughs> uh, mistakenly been released. He's not worried about that. And that's where I wrote, he's a smarmy British douche. Uh, sorry to all, all, all of our listeners in the UK. This guy's got the uh, British accent. Well, I mean, uh, they, stereotypically. They of, uh, st- here in America, that goes with villains. Yeah. Sorry. All the greatest villains are British. Well, if you think about here. the American stereotype, I mean, we've seen movies like from Italy and Switzerland that think we're just heavy metal fucking football yeah. hamburger eaters. Beer drinkers and hamburger eaters, yeah. Which, we're drinking beers right now. But I hate to... <laughs> prove the stereotype but well i don't hate to i, I love to uh but yeah all of the best villains in in most movies and even cartoons always yeah, have a, a british good, accent and, and, and those mustaches too that they can twist yeah them. but dr kruger doesn't yeah he's one. just a bald fuck um we get back to the college yeah after uh dr gilmore has to take criticism from um dr uh schmarmy douchebag kruger back at the college we meet the ladies of delta omega sorority 
and the girls are getting ready for a fall break. Yeah, gonna this, uh, have a good time. Jane, Cheryl, Pam, and Lorraine. Cheryl. Cheryl's my wife's familiar. name. Yay. Um, and you know what? Two people playing Monopoly, that game would take eight hours. But two, Cheryl and um, Pam, Pam playing. are playing Monopoly. Yeah. Jane's kind of, uh, and Jane's coming in. Interesting story about Jane. Yeah. She played Meg in Sleepaway Camp. The guy, Paul, who was like one of our, kind of our first kills, you know, that took the sledgehammer to the head in the cool van. Yeah. Sleepaway Camp as well. Really? And Sleepaway Camp too. Yep. Nice. And so I, I wanted to look more into that, see if there was some kind of connection. Good but, uh, uh, ties, you know, crossover with other movies. Totally. So, uh, but we, Jane's getting ready to leave. <clears throat> so is Lorraine. You know, Lorraine's getting ready to go to Fort Lauderdale to yep. meet the dudes <laughs> and, you know, kind of get everybody uh, ready to party. Party. Um, she starts to dance kind of sexy around the other girls, and that's when old Mrs. Collins comes in and yeah, they're, they're, they're dancing just, yeah, around. They're, they're dancing around, playing around, being silly, goofy girls. Yeah. Uh, Lorraine kind of pulls her shirt off to show her bra, and that's where we meet the sorority mother, Miss Collins, who yeah. loses her fucking shit. Why are you being so slutty? Yeah. For motherfucking <laughs> shadowing. I don't have a sound effect for foreshadowing yet, but I will. All you need is this, Andy. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> See, the audience loves it. Uh, but with, with her flipping out, though, Andy, that is definitely a foreshadowed moment. I agree. Moment. Mrs. Collins has a bit of a accent, Eastern European, maybe. She's Because she's like, you'll be a slut. You're being a slut. I what thought it was doing? New Jersey. Mm, didn't sound sounded more like a Russian, Ukrainian. Like, or... Yeah, you're being a slut over here. Yeah. Like, we got to stop that. <laughs> but no, you're right. I'm, uh, getting back to your point. Yeah. yeah, she is definitely like Ukrainian. She's a, you know, an old sorority mother. Yeah. She they calm her down. Yeah, They're they like, calm her down. We're she's just like, playing around. Yeah, What's going like, on? Sorry for losing my fucking I, head. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I freaked out. Yes. So Lorraine is getting... <laughs> Lorraine is, uh, you know, after they call Miss Collins down, Lorraine's like, oh, dudes, I got to go down to the basement boiler room. That's where they store their stuff. That's where they store their stuff. Makes sense. But this boiler room is the size of a small Canadian village. It is huge. Well, apparently, they allude to the fact that maybe there's tunnels that connect other, other uh, houses or other mm. buildings in the campus. Um, they allude to that a little bit. I did not hear that. It wasn't explored very much. They talked about it when they're talking about the boys in the soror the fraternities that sneak up and play pranks on them. They don't know where the <laughs> tunnels are, is what somebody said later. That's in the a movie. good good catch, Andy. Yeah. So uh, Lorraine goes down there to get her her luggage, her suitcase, and she meets Howard Johns. Yeah, it was cool. They had the gag though, where she takes her suitcase off the shelf and yes! turns away. And a dead it's Barbara, Barbara hand. Yeah, because she's wearing her skateboard gloves. Yep, the yeah, dead totally. hand flops down. Lorraine doesn't see it, and she puts a different suitcase back on the shelf. Totally. Yeah, yeah. that is that is rad. She does not see Barbara, right. but the camera alludes to it. Again, I, I, I can't recommend this movie enough. I, yeah. I, I, I know we're still in the podcast, but definitely you need to check this one out. But this, um, she does meet Howard Johns, a little chase, you know, yeah. fight ensues. But yeah. an honorable mention, Dick Shot Kill here. He grabs her and he just shoves her face into like a hot exhaust yeah, steam pipe. Yeah, he turns pipe. on the steam pipe. Steam, hot steam comes out and it looks like he... Like, uh, like I thought he was going to shove her mouth on the pipe. Yeah. I thought he did. Well, they didn't show that. No, they, yeah, they don't... This is, They miss a lot of opportunities, Andy, in this yeah, movie. Yeah. I don't know why. Was there no special effects? You know, what, they couldn't They couldn't get it They're together. They're just leaving it up to our imaginations. Which I can understand. That's so poetic. <laughs> but, I mean, I would have loved Nick it. Nick wants to see the gore. I mean, it, I, I, I thought she was Show him up. the kills. Show me the kills and the boobies. Um, I thought that her, her mouth, like, she was like this. And it... <laughs> Put it on the steam pipe. Yeah, and like yeah. it just filled her up. But that's probably what he did. He burns the fuck out of Lorraine. She's dead. She did. Yeah. So we cut to Doctor Anderson's office, the head of the hospital, 
where they're talking about the breach. There's Doctor, been a serious accident, serious breach, serious what mistake. They are all. Um, it's all doctors involved. Doctor Van Dyce, Doctor Kruger, Doctor Gilmore, like Andy said, in Doctor Anderson's office. Yep. Something is wrong. And Kruger and Van Dyce have cooked up a little uh, plan yep. to. They are going to say that Howard Johns is dead. So it's okay that we uh, goofed up and didn't release John Howard. We accidentally released Howard Johns, but we we didn't release Howard Johns because he died uh, like a week or two ago. Yeah, no, and yeah. so that's what they say. And can I, so can I see the death certificate? Uh, right, I marked uh, I marked John Howard accidentally deceased, and I marked uh, Howard Johns discharged. And I should flip those. And um, Doctor Gilmore, pretty smart. Let me see the death certificate. Well, he's cremated. Well, what they did was, um, she said, what happened to the body? Yeah. And Dr. Kruger says, research. Dr. Van Dyce says, cremated. Yeah, they, At the they, same time. They, they did didn't that. get the, Yeah, they didn't have they their, didn't story, get their straight. story straight. They, over yeah. here, these idiots. <laughs> I would have think um, they could have at least said that. And Dr. Anderson says, like, well, how could a cremated body be of any research value? Like, well, Dr. Van Dyce is like, well, Ms. Dr. Kruger's more familiar with the, the case. So, yes, it's research. And yeah. that's when Dr. Gilmore, smarty pants Gilmore, says, Gilmore, Gilmore, Gilmore girl says, uh, that's a WB Gilmore girl reference, um, wanted to see the body and the death certificate. Um, and they were like, well, we don't have it. It's in the file, which I sent to the state as soon as we discovered the accident. So it's just a runaround. It's going to be a couple of days before we can show you a death certificate, it's which is all bullshit. All bullshit. Um, as we, uh, of course, already know, because killing has already started um, yep. in the upstate College town of Barrington College. Dr. Anderson at this point tells Dr. Kruger, slow down with your research. Don't make mistakes. Be careful. Ease up. And at the same time says, Dr. Gilmore, why don't you take a vacation? Why don't you take a few days off? Take a weekend off. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. So Dr. Anderson at this point, I still thought Dr. Anderson was kind of a good good person. Yeah, yeah, so did I. I thought she was on the up and up. I thought uh, she was on Dr. Gilmore's side. Correct. But obviously, Dr. Dennis is like, fuck Doogie Howser's mom. I got to cover my own ass over here. As they leave, Dr. Kruger says to Dr. Gilmore while she's waiting for the elevator, you know, uh, you should enjoy your time off. Don't don't be so stressed out. You know, shrinks sometimes end up in the psych wards. There's two shrinks right now in Ward L. <laughs> yeah, before he steps on the elevator and kind of yeah. leaves her to her thoughts. So. Goodbye, I'm British. <laughs> Goodbye. I yeah. like fish and chips. Chips are French fries over here. Um, <laughs> Gas Like literally petrol. over here in over British. Over here in British. In Britain. But yeah. yeah, so Dr. Gilmore, do you know what kind of car she has? Is it a Model T? It's a rad little fucking convertible. It's a cool little red, yeah. That the schmarmy guy in back of school, the, the, the lady who Rodney Dangerfield wound up banging. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember the back of school, but it's, I don't know what kind of car it is, everyone. I'm sorry. I know more about vans and skateboards. <laughs> but uh, uh, but she's, you know, she's, in her, she's in a rad little yeah. you know, uh, tripster car, yeah. hipster car. And she's um, she's she's still she's still on Nancy Drew mode. She, wants- she is going to Barrington College yep. to investigate uh, the reason Howard Johns was at the hospital, the murders that he committed, supposedly. So he she shows up at the sheriff's office in Barrington, and we meet uh, Sheriff Liggett, uh, who is played by yeah, who's played by Cindy Lasik. That guy's, that guy's been in a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Usually small parts, but some of the no, bigger roles that he played were in uh, One f- uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yep. Carrie. Yep. A um, lot of, I mean, he's definitely got an active IMDb. 
Uh, he kind of plays like the the one like the one yeah. one sheriff town pony. He's fucking... always yeah. He's always like this ancillary character that you you recognize him. He's like one of those guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's there's several actors in Hollywood. You're like, oh, that guy because he's been in fourteen hundred things. Sidney Lasick Lasick is is like one of those guys. Yeah, like, I recognize him from stuff. I can't name one of those things right now. You know, you have to go yeah. look it up usually. Yeah, wasn't yeah. he in that Viagra commercial? He's in that one thing with the guy. <laughs> so. She, yeah, so she goes to visit Dr. Liggett, and uh, she wants to find more Sheriff about- Sheriff Liggett. Sheriff Liggett. I know there's lots of doctors. A lot of doctors, sorry. <laughs> Sheriff Liggett, because she wants to kind of press yeah. him for information about Howard Johns. He's a jerk. Yeah, and he's like, Howard Johns is very real because he points out a scar on his neck. Yep. Guess who gave that to me there, little sweetheart over here? It was Howard Johns. Howard Johns gave that to me. So uh, he, we're getting a little backstory. A little bit. Know? But I, The I, sheriff pulls a Coors out of his filing cabinet. Yeah, right? I saw that. Opens his filing cabinet drawer and pulls out a can of Coors. Pulls out a can of coins. Cracks get it, it open. Cracks it open and uh, wants to have a beer and mm -hmm. talk to Dr. Gilmore. Um, <laughs> you know, again, she wants to find his ass. She wants to find Howard Johns. She wants booth. police records. And he says, you'll have better luck at the newspaper. Go to the newspaper. I'm going to check with the hospital. And she's like, the hospital's going to tell you he's dead. They're lying. I don't think he's dead. And the sheriff's like, I'm sorry. Go check with the newspaper. You're going to have more luck. And that's what she does. She, she heads does. over to the small town newspaper where we meet Dreamy Mark. Yeah. He's got that hair. He's She poses as an out-of-town reporter doing a story yes. on Howard Johns and the massacre at the sorority. Uh, but quickly is exposed as a psychiatrist because the sheriff, From Haven, yeah. the sheriff, sheriff call, called she, ahead. She joked, oh, the sheriff, oh, called, the sheriff you. called you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> so that's quickly, uh, he quickly finds out and she, you know, she gives in like, yeah, yeah I'm a psychiatrist yeah, from right. Haven, Right. And, uh, but I'm here to do some, find some information on Howard Johns. Well, he's like, check this out, homie. Why don't we do some undercover work? Um, how about this? And my secretary, who you met, who doesn't seem to really like Dr. Gilmore. No. But, he, you know, he, he points out she was an alumni from Delta Omega. We'll make we'll pose you as an alumni from Delta Omega. We'll, we'll use her ring. Yep. You can pull up, just say, hey, I need a place to stay for the night. And then you can go undercover um, as an old pledge sister. And that's what they do. Yep. Uh, pulls up to the sorority, ring on in. finger, and yep. uh, meets Cheryl. Pam and Jane, and they invite her to stay. Very nice. They get a tour around the, around the uh, the house. She meets Miss um, Collins, who says yep. you can stay. You can, yeah, come see me later. Uh, she gets a little tour. She asks the girls about the murders. Uh, they don't know too much because obviously they're they're a little too young. But they know that Mrs. Collins. They called was it probably sorority around. slaughter. Sorority slaughter. They should have called it sorority massacre. Um, yeah, was it uh, Jane? <laughs> yeah, they should have called it sorority massacre. Jane was not comfortable talking about it. No, um, but they don't, they really don't know much. No, they just know that some girls died. Yes, and you know they they do put her in Lorraine's room because they don't know Lorraine's dead because they, they just think say, Lorraine just left without saying goodbye. Yeah, like yeah. she didn't say goodbye, but fuck yeah. it, she's going to Fort Lauderdale party. We'll see her. Soon. Yeah, and so um, Doctor G. At this point in my notes, I just called her Doctor G. I dig it. Doctor Gilmore. I like uh, it. Went to talk to Mrs. Collins. Yeah, who's diving into that fucking sherry. Mrs. Collins having yeah, a drink. She's fucking. She's like looking at old photos. She's doing uh, some, coke. Some dolls on yeah. her shelf, uh, lost in thought. Um, and we get the sense as Doctor G is talking to Mrs. Collins about the the murders. I got the sense on my first watch, knowing 
you know, not knowing anything else, that Mrs. Collins feels like the murders were her fault. She feels very responsible for, for these the girls. girls. That's the only family she has. The only family she has. Because yeah. some god took away her son, Francis. She talks about, I protect them from, you know, bad grades, uh, bad boyfriends, yep. those sorts of things. She um, seems to care. She absolutely. Seems, yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. And so, she, yeah. But Gilmore presses her on the mortar. Yes. She's like, so, okay, you care enough? Do you protect them from murder? And she's like, whoa, hold on there. What kind she, of doctor are you? Yeah, she's like, I'm a psychiatrist, so let's talk about those murders. Yeah. Flashback, black and white. Yeah. Um, hazing, in a soror- hazing at that same sorority back, like, probably 20 years ago. Girls getting spanked in their diapers. What the fuck are they wearing? In I mean, a- I, I know, I know <laughs> panties are different back in the day. Yes. But come on, I, I'm I'm not trying to be sexist or, or trying to be gross or misogynistic right. here. But they look like they're there's like there's they, like there's I mean it's just a, it's diapers. They're in the boiler room. They're, yeah, and they're doing and some yeah, hazing. Hazing involving spanking some of these girls on the ass with a paddle in diapers. No, in I diapers. know they're in their panties. But I, I'm just like looking at them going, holy shit! I don't know why they did this because uh, I don't think sororities do this. But they had them dressed up as. With diapers and they were spanking them. Are they? Are they, I thought those are their panties. They were awfully big, like bulky panties. Students of the U, male, female, uh, no matter any binary, gender specifics, none. <laughs> watch this fucking movie and tell me that I think they're. I thought they were just like old timey panties, but I hope they're diapers. Let's just put it. I hope Andy is right. Mrs. Collins is narrating. Yeah. About so, Howard. Yeah, was, Howard uh, the custodian is watching, watching them. He was nineteen. They just put a wig on Howard Johns. I yeah. mean, it's the same, but they and just put this big wig. sneaking around the boiler room watching this hazing. Yep. Uh, and the girls whisper, you know, that creepy guy Howard is yeah. watching us. What again. should we do? What should we do? We should. And they, they end up to sort of. Fuck with him. Yeah, they mess with him. They throw him down in a chair and they're like force feeding him alcohol. But they're, but they're goofing showing, around. Yeah, and so like one girl gets behind the chair he's sitting in and she takes her top off. And yep. obviously he's stoked, so he turns around. Over the chair and starts trying to. He wants Reach to touch for the wants, boobies. He wants to touch the boobies. The boobies. The boobies. Over and the they start slapping his ass with the paddle. That's what I don't get, Andy. So that's like humiliate him. I would. I, I would have gotten turned on. I probably got him. Well, that's you, Nick. Oh, sorry. For some guys, that's... I'd have been like, "This is right. I'm getting to see boobs, and I'm getting spanked." Yeah. And I got free booze. Well, for Howard Johns, it was not nice. It, it humiliated him. He didn't like it. And I would have loved it. Mrs. Collins narrating the story says, "Heart of the you rock know. over here." <laughs> Mrs. Collins. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, Mrs. Collins narrating the story uh, says it, it humiliated Howard. Yes. He lost his cool and he retaliated. He he broke out of the women holding him down and he picked up a nail gun and he shot them all with nails. Toolbox murders. I said yeah. that to you. Uh, again, uh, that was um, our episode. Fucking toolbox murders. Was... Just a few back. Yeah, 54. 54, um, just a couple ago. Just a couple back. But again, I just thought it's interesting. Nail guns back in the day. Andy shoots all four of them. Would a nail gun kill you? Well, it depends on where you get hit, I suppose. In the back. Like, you hit side. in the back, probably not. I mean, if it's just like little nails, yeah. like normal, like. Because one girl gets hit in the head. I can see that killing you. Well, I mean, but then it's start, but as she slides down the post, there's blood. I mean, it didn't go all the way through her fucking head. No, unless it's like a fucking huge, like six or seven inch nail. I don't know. But well, maybe. But there's <laughs> even four- to go into your forehead and out the back, that would have to be like a 10 inch or foot long nail for sure. I'm always bringing up. Uh... Uh, but yeah. He shoots all four of them. The flashback girls are dead. They're not named. They're just called flashback girls. In flashback the, girls? In the credits. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, I was definitely digging on that. But, yeah. uh, you know, we're always bringing up lately, like, the, the myth, myth busters thing. And yeah. um, it's funny. One of our uh, great homies, Gorehead. Yeah. Gorehead podcast, they don't really do it anymore. But Gorehead was reaching out, and he was like, hey, I, you know, 
I demand you like joking around like lawsuit because I brought up Mythbusters on one of my episodes. Uh-huh. But then, you know, he's of course joking, but I was like, what a cool show that would be like Mythbuster slasher edition. It would be. Because they, I, w- I want to know if a yeah. nail gun would Because we've seen it too many times. I don't think Mythbusters is on anymore, but if it was, that would be a nice like Halloween week edition yeah. for them. There you go. To bust the myths from the various slasher movies. So the flashback is done, and we're yeah. uh, we're back at the evening uh, in this town. Dr. Of... G and Mark are having dinner. Yes. She is, she's, recounting, she's recounting the story. Saying, yeah, they're, and, they're, they're just and, talking shop. Yeah, yeah, so she's ending it, saying, and he went away for the murders. They, they hauled him away off to Crest Haven, this... the hospital. And he's hitting on her pretty hard. Mark wants to see some of Doogie Hauser's mom boobs. Mark is hitting on her He wants hard. to doctor her Doogie, if he... you know what I mean. That made no sense. I'm sorry, no, Andy. You, no, you deserve an apology. Bad. He's definitely. Um, He's yeah, putting the moves on. Putting uh, the moves on on her pretty hard. Yeah. So uh, the next morning, yeah, uh, the girls are hanging out in the sorority. Cheryl pours coke in her cereal. She's having cereal and coke. I, I mean, she giggles. something that my Cheryl, that my wife, does quite often. I thought so. I'm just kidding. She oh, just, we don't eat cereal she uses in this Dr. house. Pepper. She um, definitely drinks coke though, Diet Coke. Um. But I just thought that was a weird scene. You know, it's like, she's like, Duh. so she's eating Lucky Charms. Is it supposed to be like college kids eat the weirdest things? I mean, is that like what they're trying to do here? Because college kids do eat weird shit. I mean, uh, I, I, I guess. I did in college. They had a beautiful layout spread. I mean, they have they put milk in a pitcher. Yeah. They got a full spread. So, Dr. I mean, Lucky Charms and Coke. Yeah. Hey, man, you be you, homie. Uh, I, Cheryl comes down and uh, she's, you know, Cheryl offers to show there Dr. G Thank the murder you. scene. She's like, hey, you know, now when do you want to go check out the boiler room? And she's like, now? Right now. She asks the other girls if they want to go, and they're like, fuck no. No, we don't. So Jane and Pam bug off. And so it's just Cheryl and Dr. G. Dr. Gilmore and Cheryl, they meet Mr. Hackler, the security guard, well, I mean, down quick, in the basement. Did you hear what Cheryl said to Dr. Gilmore? About? The no. initiations? Oh. They can't do initiations in the boiler room. I guess that's what they did initiations. They yeah. can't do them in the boiler room anymore because of the murders. Okay. I, that was my second watch. I and she says, no one knows exactly where the murders happened, but sometimes you can find, you can still yeah. find specks of blood here and there on the pipes or whatever. So, okay. <laughs> that's gross. Right so, on. Um, but while they're snooping around, that's when, yeah, Mr. Hackler, the uh, security guy, security guard, is like, what are you all doing down here? You know, he's a cantankerous old man. What are you doing down here? Um, Cheryl says, you know, <laughs> we're just, we're just snooping around. I'm just showing Dr. Or I'm just showing Jane, Joan, Joan Gilmore, you know, the place. He reminded me of the tool guy, Dr. Heckler or security guard Heckler reminded me of the, uh, gentleman and mountain motel massacre. Who was the handyman? Oh like, yeah. Like, so like, yeah. Um, Crenshaw. Crenshaw. They good wow. fucking memory. Check there out the go. big brain on Andy. That was good. Yes. Thank you. Mountain, thank you, uh, students. Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Episode, Crenshaw was a standout character. Episode 28. But anyway, that's I, I just wanted to make a side note there. Yep. I, I wrote that in there. Like I, He kind of reminded me of him. So Mr. Uh, Hackler uh, more or less tells him, don't stay down here very long. And Cheryl's like, it's okay. We just came to get some stuff. I don't know. But she does make the comment, uh, she doesn't remember it smelling this bad. Did you catch that? Yes. Cheryl's like, I just didn't, I don't remember it smelling this bad down here. Because we have a couple dead bodies. A couple dead there. bodies down there now, yeah. And uh, Dr. Gilmore is just like, oh, come on, Cheryl. I thought Delta, Delta girls were tough. Delta, you know? Omega, Schmega. Yeah, but she's like, fuck off. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little behind the act, behind the scene there, I uh, just kicked uh, the table. Cheryl bugs out. Yeah, uh, Dr. Gilmore stays to yeah. just kind of look, look around a little bit more. And guess what, Andy? 
she finds Howard Johns' bracelet from the hospital. Yep. And then Howard, Howard Johns. Johns himself. So he kind of grabs her and she's like, whoa, let's get you back, Howard. Let's, let's go, go outside. Let's go to the asylum. Yeah. You can touch my boobie. You know, like. Um, she didn't quite say that. But well, yeah, yeah. Like, she implied She's it. trying to calm him down. Yeah. <laughs> He pays his taxes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. No. See, the problem is, no, he doesn't. He's a patient. He doesn't oh, pay the taxes. Shit. Therefore, he can't touch her baby. <laughs> oh, man. Check out www.slashupodcast.com extra credit section for that reference. Good updates on that, too, yeah, Andy, on the thank podcast. Thank you. I mean, Appreciate on the uh, website. So. Hey, but, the, but you know, she's trying to calm him down, but he, he keeps grabbing her. She gets away. She yeah. runs off, finds uh, security guard Heckler. Yeah. He comes back. Um, Howard's Howard, gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's hiding up on the uh, fucking what? She's like up in the pipes or something. Yeah, yeah. Up in the pipes. Up in the pipes over here. So uh, she calls the hospital. Yep, and you know she's like, "Hey, Doctor Fucking Anderson, I found mm-hmm. him. he's alive." Doctor Anderson literally clutches her pearls. <laughs> you ever heard that terminology? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Cl- she, yeah. Oh, you're clutching your pearls. Doctor yes. Anderson is literally clutching her pearls yes. on the phone. She is. I noticed that. I was like, like she's, she's, you know, yeah. well, you uh, call the police. The police isn't going to be able to handle him. You need to. You need to. Uh, we'll send some help. We'll send some guys up there. And, and she's uh, like, yeah. Well, there's no time. You're three hours away. I need to get some here. She's yeah. like, so she, she has to. to uh, she has to devise a plan. So uh, she runs to her boyfriend, Mark. Yeah. Tells him what's up. And so they head to uh, see Sheriff Liggett, who right when she walks in, he's like, hey, there's a sexy shrink. Yeah. Sheriff Liggett's a douche, too. Everybody's <laughs> a douche that I don't like. Mark's um, kind of, even Mark's kind of a schmarmy douche. Like uh, kind of, but at least he's Howard Johns is the most sane one here. Yeah. <laughs> the sheriff says he's waiting to hear back from the hospital. And um, Dr. Gilmore says, you have to talk to Dr. Anderson. But in the meantime, the sheriff gets a call from Kruger right at that moment. Dr. Kruger, uh, who explains that Howard Johns is dead. Uh, and then he is, um, when, when Dr. G is insisting, talk to Dr. Anderson, Dr. Anderson backs that up, backs that claim up as well. Dr. Anderson is not on the up and up She's friends not, of Slash U, students sucks. of the U. Yes, that's when, like Andy said, like I thought she, you know, I'd agree with Andy, thought she was uh, a, good, a cool bean. So we have Dr. Anderson, the head of the of the uh, hospital and Dr. Kruger and Dr. Van Dyce, all three of them conspiring to cover up this mistake. Howard Johns is there's They're going to go with the story that Howard Johns is dead and they're going to fax the death certificate, the old school <laughs> fax way, put their phone receiver on some machine and we'll fax. She said, does your facsimile machine on? I'll fax I, didn't know you. Had, I thought fax was nineties. I didn't know fax was like in 1983. I guess it, it was back then. Cause yeah. it, it, he had to put his, his phone receiver on the yes. machine to receive the fax. Do and, people uh, still send faxes? You think it's there? It's here and there. I think it's pretty dead technology at this point, but it still exists in some places. Yeah, I think God, we, we you... sometimes use it in insurance, but man, we really prefer not to. I'd rather send <laughs> it. In... Yeah, we'd re... sorry, I brought up insurance. Remind me to snore next time you bring up writing. Uh, in any case. <laughs> they, uh, they fax him the death certificate, sorry. and Mark, at the same time, has no choice but to be like, yeah, this is legit. I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Gilmore. He's dead. So this piece of paper, they're believing this piece of paper yeah, I mean, over even, this woman's claim. Even Sheriff Liggett said, dude, yeah. Dr. Gilmore, you, this is the one you told me. You demanded that I call, who said she'd have your back. And you know what? She said he's dead. He cracks a Coors. Cracks a Coors. And, and they kind of get they on storm the, off. Back at the asylum. But did you catch the sheriff's 
yelling, uh, the line he yelled just as they stormed out. Joan Gilmore storms out and Mark storms out after her. And the sheriff says, just because the goddamn broad's so good looking, don't <laughs> don't mean we all got to <laughs> think with our dicks. <laughs> the sheriff had the best lines. Oh, oh. Poor Dr. Gilmore, man. Poor Dr. Gilmore. Uh, but back at the asylum, Dr. Anderson uh, and Dr. Cooper, you know, they kind of start realizing they need to take care of their mistake, their lies. Yeah. So they come up with a plan to send Jesse and Virgil um, to go get uh, Howard Johns. The yeah. demented twins, as I like to call them. Yeah, they decide that, um, okay, we've we've put out a f- essentially a false death certificate. Uh, we have to go get him because what if he does turn up alive? We're going to all be in d- deep shit. Is pretty much their plan, yeah. So the Terror Twins, wait, not the Terror Twins, Jesse and Virgil. <laughs> Terror Twins are great. We love you, Terror you, Twins. Sorry about that. that. Yeah. Travis. No, the Demented Twins. <laughs> the Demented Twins, Vir- but they Jesse are kind and Virgil. Of like, they, but they are. I mean, they they are. Yeah. They seriously make people like if if incest was alive and well. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they. I mean, they. They they're, they're creepy fucks. Yeah. They play their characters well. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Back when they're leaving the sheriff's apartment, uh, Dr. G's pissed that Mark didn't back her up. She's like, listen, homie, yeah. you know, I might let you see my bra, and you're not <laughs> you're not treating me with respect. And so, you know, it's it's kind of as they're walking back to the sorority, um, you know, they notice some flat tires. That's they, Jane's car. Yeah, Jane's tires car. She's like, does that prove it? And they're, well, it's just the fraternity guys playing jokes. Yep. So Jane, who's trying to get to Rockford to go back home for fall break. Yeah. You know, it's kind of bugging out that her... Uh, her tires are tires are destroyed, and the girls are that Cheryl and Pam are like it's the boys from whatever whatever sort fraternity. They play pranks on us all the time. Um, they also learn that the phone line has been cut. Yeah, they, so they don't, can't they call just for gloss, help. They just gloss so over. It's, like, it's the boys playing a prank on yeah, us. Yeah, that's a great prank. Let's cut their phone lines right. over fall break, and you know, slashing and slash tires, tires. I can maybe get with, but yeah. You know, Jane uh, decides... That's not a prank. That's vandalism. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> Straight up yeah. vandalism. Let's... That's going to be hilarious. I Let's mean, slash their tires and yeah. kill her dad. You put shaving cream on your hand while you're sleeping <laughs> and tickle your nose with a feather so you think it's a fly and you smack shaving cream all over your face. That's a prank. Yeah. Slashing Say- your fucking tires is a multi-hundred dollar uh, vandalism. It is. Slashing tires is not a prank. Like sticking a smoke bomb up someone's rectum. Yeah. <laughs> prank. Whoopee but- cushion. Um, prank. prank. <laughs> Yours are so wholesome. Uh, because they're pranks. Yeah. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, have you ever had a smoke bomb up your butt? It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Peeing in an ice cube tray, freezing it, and then cracking the frozen pee and putting it under someone's couch so it melts and makes the room smell like pee. That's a prank. That's vandalism. That didn't damage anything, really. <laughs> Just made the room smell like piss. Listen, we're not turning it may this or may a- not have been a prank that someone I know played in college, but anyway. <laughs> There, there you go. We'll talk about it after the podcast. Yeah, you when can, the mics are down. You can sit on my lap. Thank you. Um, but Jane decides to come up with plan B. Uh, she wants to go to the lake where her sister and her sister's boyfriend are camping out. Just a few miles down the road. Yep. If you can get me there, I can get a ride to my parents with them. Yep. So um, Mark says he'll do that, and then they'll call for a phone repair and tire repair from his house. Yeah, so they they get, you know, devising plans, big part of this movie, you know, plans are always being made. Mm-hmm. Mark takes uh, Jane to the lake. Uh, Gilmore, you're going to stay here with the rest of the girls, lock up, I'll be right back. Right. And uh, this is when Virgil and Jesse are in an ambulance and they're they're driving to go get the killer. Jesse wants to take the syringe full of, like, uh, I guess, knockout juice. A tranquilizer A of tranquilizer. Some sort. Yeah. He wants to put it up Dr. Gilmore's butt 
twist it around, squeeze all the juice before he basically rate. He it, talks about then she'll be unconscious and she'll will already have her pants off. So yeah, I mean he, this, he alludes to that was disturbing. We're gonna sexually assault Dr. Gilmore. I know we've I talked like about that. this in our podcast. I, I mean, this is like when I was like, man. I mean, he played his character well. It reinforces that these two guys are bad news. Like, I, I, it, really. When I hate someone that bad, it just yeah. proves to me that they're playing their character well. And, uh, you know, it's just alluding to the fact that they're on their way to not only get Howard Johns, but they want to fuck with Dr. Gilmore as well. Correct. Um, and as we pull up uh, as, um, back to Jane and Mark, uh, they pull up to the battered van. Yeah, I did, when, when she said my sister and her boyfriend are camping, I didn't make the connection that that is the two campers that got killed in the beginning. Oh, of the I did right away. Oh, I did not. Cause then they pulled up and it was the van and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's them. Oh, because that's her sister. Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah. I, I thought it was just a couple random people out. And I don't know why, side. like I could dig that, but right when she said that, I was like, Oh, yeah. I mean, she's just, about to discover her dead sister. And it didn't look like a campground. It looked like they were just like in a city park. Yeah. Like, like a, oh. you're right. It's <laughs> <laughs> camping in fucking Hoyt park down the road here. Seriously. Yeah. I just set up a tent. <laughs> Well, they're sleeping in the van, but anyway. Uh, well, he just... was pitching a tent. Anyway. Hey! Boner joke. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'll put the laugh. There's a laughter one. I could have done. Boner joke. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh, oh my man. God. You, you, you just can't wait for the, the future episodes of Slash U because, and I'm talking to, not to the yeah. students, Andy, not you. You guys are going to love this because we're getting high tech over here at Studio West. Shit. It's going to be great. Uh, but pretty so much when they uh, do pull up, it's just a quick shot. Um, you know, he, you know, Mark says, "Hey, you stay back. Go call the pig, or um, you stay back here." And they just pretty much discovered the dead body of Paul yeah. and the dead sister. So it's, it's real sad. It's sad. Sad for poor Jane. Poor Jane. You know, she's lost her maybe future brother-in-law and her, and her sister. sister. Um, so they, you know, again devising a plan. Mark says, "Do they get back to? I guess it's the newspaper. I think it's his house. Oh, it's his house. Okay, I didn't know. That was the plan originally. They were gonna." drop her off at her with her sister and then go to his house and call for uh tire repair phone repair that's right so i'm thinking did. they're at his house that's a great call and he's calling the sheriff's office but the line's busy because that son of a bitch is probably faxing shit all right you know one nine hundred yeah plump girls yeah <laughs> nine seven six number yeah or he's um maybe he's faxing his nine seven six even faxing his butt cheeks to to the hospital or something <laughs> since he's using the fax machine <laughs> the facsimile the facsimile but, but they uh, uh yeah mark says to to jane you keep trying the sheriff until you, you get to, through i'm gonna grab a gun and head back sorority way yeah and so Mark, As he drives out of his house. In Dr. Gilmore's car. Yeah. Virgil Je and Jesse pull up behind him, and they're like, hey, there's Dr. Gilmore That's over there. That's her car. Let's, let's get her. Let's get her. So they kind of start road raging her with a little bit. Yeah, at a whole 15 miles an hour. You can clearly <laughs> tell they're driving very slowly yeah. in that shot. If yeah, I want to get cinephilish, I'm like, that is not a high-speed chase. I, I'm going to start. I could probably shot. run faster I than get, that. I'm going <laughs> to... The cameraman's just holding the camera, <laughs> running, while the ambulance oh, is swerving back and forth. But we're back at the sorority with uh, Cheryl, uh, Pam, Dr. Gilmore. They're all contemplating, you know, what's happening around them. They're seeing yes. their environment. Interesting fact here, Cheryl's playing a video game called Dragon's Lair. This, Popular game. Yes, this is the first animated 
game, like real yeah. cartoon, Andy. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 1982, 83 when it came out. I remember going to a video arcade just to play this game, and there was a line to wait. So when I finally got my turn, it was the hardest goddamn game. I, I couldn't get past the first scene. I've heard it's a very difficult game. And it wasn't like, you know, you use a joystick to go. Like, you had to tap the joystick to kind of make moves. Yeah. Like, in the scene, like, it, and I, I thought, like, Disney was the animator behind it. It sure looked like Disney animation. Yeah, yeah. and it was the hardest game. I waited, like, 30 minutes to play the goddamn game because they even had an attendant there making sure you could only play, like, one. To, I think you could play two games. Oh, like, limit one. So yeah, many and if you customer. got, like, past, like, one score, they're like, you yeah. can't just keep playing. I mean, because people were amazed at this game. So, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting point to yeah. uh, bring up because uh, it's definitely featured in this this video game, Dragon's Layers. Cheryl's playing it. Pam's getting ready to exercise. She's yes. stretching. She's got her, you know, uh, yoga pants on and all that jazz. She's, yoga pants. <laughs> do a little dance in the yoga pants. I said, do a little dance in the yoga pants. And um, keep in mind, the girls, uh, Cheryl and Pam, have no idea that they're in danger from a killer. Because yep. Dr. Gilmore and Mark decided to keep it from the yep. girl. They didn't want to alarm them. So the sorority sisters think it's the boys playing a prank from the fraternity. Dr. Gilmore is more like there's a dangerous homicidal maniac on the premises. <laughs> and yeah. she suddenly says to the girls, did either of you lock the cellar door? And the girl's like, no, I didn't. Uh, but you better go ahead and do that. So Dr. G goes downstairs to lock the cellar as Cheryl continues to play Dragon's Lair. And Pam gets those um, ankle uh, brace things well, you're on. Because so you she's going to hang upside down and do some upside down uh, crunches, I guess. So she's got like those things you put on your ankles. Uh, at the in the meantime, really cool shot. You want to yes. get cinefied? Like, I did. I wrote that down. Yeah. That's a great shot. The uh, camera is on pointing at the side of the arcade machine, and we see Howard's reflection in, in the, the video. Screen. Yeah, in the head of the video game. Yeah, yeah. His head in the video game. Uh, screen. Screen. Thank you. Yeah. Great shot. Yeah. Uh, and I he agree. stabs Cheryl in the back. Did you see once he stabs Cheryl? There's like something dangling from the he knife. Pulls the knife out of her back. Yeah, and it's got like guts and gore Spine? dangling from I don't know. it. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty it was, rad. That was really cool effect. So uh, um, then I guess Pam's next. Yeah, he goes over to Pam, who this is happening kind of behind Pam, so she doesn't really realize that it's going on. And um, as she turns, Howard punches her, yeah. knocks her out. Then he takes, like, there's a random pair of water skis leaning against the wall <laughs> with a tow rope for the water skis. He takes one end and ties it around Pam's neck. And then um, he goes over to a, a free weight dumbbell on the floor and starts tying the other end around that as Pam comes to from being hit and realizes what's happening and starts screaming. And when, she, Gilmore, when she starts screaming for Joan, um, Joan realizes, oh, shit, I'm too late to lock this cellar door and goes running back upstairs. As Howard uh, uh, finishes tying the other end around the weight and he picks it up and throws it out the window. And I think that this, um, this uh, rope uh, ended up strangling or snapping Pam's neck as it flew out the window. And hit the ground, and that's my dick, dick kill. kill shot of the week. Dick kill, dick kill. shot of the dick week. Kill. Kill of the dick week. shot, kill of the week. <laughs> How come you didn't do that for me? We don't have one with your voice oh, yet. Oh yeah, I thought we'll get it. Yeah. I gotta get your voice recorded. That, so I was like, that's rad. Yeah, Andy's we're gonna do the same kill. thing for Nick. That'll be yeah. We'll have that for next week. I am now even. I was already excited. Dick I love kill. doing this podcast. Now I'm fucking in love with you. It. Wanted but, to MythBuster this one? Yes, Andy. I want to. It's a great dick. It's a great kill. I thought so too. But I mean, the dumbbell that he picked up, twenty five pounds, maybe. Maybe twenty, twenty five. Yeah. He throws it out the window. Wouldn't yeah. it just? I mean, I guess it could maybe snap her neck, but I just think it would lift her a little bit. Well, she's, she's hanging upside she, down. She probably weighs one hundred twenty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if that, maybe maybe dripping wet. Let's say 110, 100, 100, 100, 120. 
So I just feel like so she'd just go like this. It would pull her. Yeah, just a little know, up. Man. She'd be like, "Hey, uh, Doctor uh, Howard, would, you didn't really." I do think that. it would severely injure her if it doesn't snap her neck. I think it would really injure her. I swear, we I can understand if it was a bungee cord. Yes, what you're saying, I absolutely agree with. But this is a rope, straight okay, up it rope. Was a, it was a hundred pound weight, maybe. But he, it was a, yeah. it was a small and weight. And it's falling like from two stories up, three stories uh, up. Shenanigans. Yeah, well, they don't show it. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Gilmore comes into the room and, and just. just Looks we, like the camera just shows her looking at it. Was at a what very creative kill, and there's a lot of yeah. smart creative kills in here. Yeah. Again, though, Andy, I want to bring this point up. They could have really capitalized on these kills, like they could have shown it, yeah, just like they did with the intruder. Like they did, uh, it might have been a budgetary constraint. I agree with you. I, I'm gonna agree so. with that one. So, um, this is uh, again, I guess, you know, when she runs in, Dr. Gilmore does finally get in the room, and she, like you said, discovers a dead fool, uh, and a dead Pam, a dead Pam. Yeah. And a uh, outdated video game. Yep. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> meanwhile, Mark and the ambulance boys show up. Mark's yeah. cussing them out. Yeah. What the he hell are you guys doing? doing? Hey, yeah. Oh, we're from Dark. We're from Crest Haven. And sorry. Oh, and he's like, "Oh, you're from Crest Haven. Here, follow me." Jesse whacks him on the shoulder. They knock him out. They knock him out. Yeah. I don't understand why they knock him out. Ah. Uh, Get him out of the way, I guess, because they need to get Howard get, and yeah, Doctor Jones. That's a good point because they're trying to cover it up, and he knows that Howard yeah. Jones is alive. So. so they knock out Mark and tie him up, and throw him in the back of the ambulance. And that's uh, when Jesse and Virgil finally get to the sorority house, um, yep. and it's where they discover Doctor Gilmore. Uh, Jesse runs in with a cattle prod and some metal equipment, and the chase is on. They're they're. I wrote that too. Chase is on. Yeah, they're after Doctor Gilmore. Right on. At she first, looks- she thinks they're here to help and get Howard, but realizes very quickly <laughs> as soon as Jesse says, "Come here, my lady," or yeah. whatever he says. Yeah. You know, like I mean, he's got assault on his mind. He does. That's okay. when she knows she's in bad shape. So she uh, runs upstairs, locks herself in a room. Uh, Virgil and Jesse are trying to get in. Um, and uh, she's kind of walking around the room and not knowing what to do, so she opens a closet door. And Howard's in there. Howard's in there. And so, uh, so she's like, shit. So again, she has to unlock the door to get out because she's like, yeah. do I, you know, these two fucking you know, hillbilly psycho attend orderlies that want to fucking molest me or a psycho killer. Like, Who poor, wants to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> poor, yeah, poor Dr. Gilmore. I can't say so, that enough. And then, well, what happens is a fight erupts between a, Jesse, a horrible, a horrible Jesse, Virgil, and Howard, with Doctor Gilmore kind of in the middle, trying to stay out of the way. This um, was the worst choreographed fight scene I've ever yeah. seen in a slasher horror movie. I looked away to and make I my watched notes spaghetti and... westerns. <laughs> like this was like, yeah. yeah. Stop. I mean, but he, Howard he... is a big, big guy, and he's able to fight off and knock out the orderlies at least momentarily. Yeah, and yeah. So, but when Doctor Gilmore does make the move to escape from the room, yeah, trips over some stairs and kind of knocks herself out a little bit as she falls she's down. Phased, the yeah, dazed, she's phased, dazed, dazed, yeah, dazed and confused. Some knocks, gotcha. <laughs> um, so Howard Jones actually, you know, after the knocks out the orderlies, he runs down as Doctor Gilmore is coming too, and he knocks her out, pulls a Pam on her, knocks her out Punches too, her. and uh, grabs her, and I guess he takes her off to the, the boiler, boiler room, the yeah. boiler room. And Jesse and Virgil come to and pursue them. They have to find out what the dealio is. Yeah. So I guess they head back down to the, the, you know, they head down to the boiler room as well. Right. Where Psycho Johns uh, puts Dr. Gilmore up on a table. Underneath. Next, a big ass. A big, big ass. Drill press. Why and, is, a, and the drill bit. Why is there a drill press in the boiler room? Because, uh, for, <laughs> you know, maintenance. So... <laughs> it's like a workshop too. I just yes. was like, oh, there's a random drill press here in the boiler room. Hmm, convenient, you know. Very interesting and strange, but uh you know damn well when the killer 
like takes the drill press and like turns it on to like tests what switch makes it work you're like oh somebody's getting drilled Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah somebody's gonna get drilled <laughs> we better use this yeah. is dr gilmore gonna get drilled um maybe there's... by mark later wink 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 oh, beautiful that's hair that's terrible penis penis yeah um <laughs> so they find virgil and jesse you know run down they run down to the boiler room. I guess Howard Johns is kind of spooked by this, so he wants to kind of hide out. Yeah, he hides. They yeah. see her unconscious on this table, this drill table. Yeah. Um, another, like, John, like, is up in the rafters. He tries to grab Jesse. Yeah. Like, strangle him, and they try to put, like, that... The that, tranquilizer. The tranquilizer in the mouth. He they spits it run out. At, well, yeah, he bites the needle. <laughs> they, they come at him with the trank needle, and it's one of those... Howard Johns bites giant the needle. needles, and Howard Johns bites it, and the, little, the needle kind of shatters, and he goes... Puh, puh, you know, he spits he, it up. He gets the crap in his mouth rather than in his bloodstream and um, flips, you know, they, they, um, they cattle prod shock him and he falls down from where he, from where he was hiding unconscious. They kind of kick him a little bit. Yeah. And, and so instead of like really like taking, you know, grabbing him and leaving and tying him up or whatever. Yeah. So the, you know, Jesse's like, this is my perfect opportunity yeah. to get in Dr. Gilmore's Jesse's pants. He's got a raging heart on and he needs to, you know, get in, get into Dr. Gilmore's pants. So yeah, he Terrible. climbs on top of her and says, just get ready for the motion, the in, motion the ocean. in the ocean. And he, and he says, Verge, turn on the lights. I can't see shit around here. That's what I, thank you. Because yeah. I know, I remember that line, Yeah. but dumbass Virgil's like looking around like he He's confused. He thinks he sees the switch. Yeah. Turns it on. It's the drill press. And it goes right <laughs> into the back of uh, Jesse's head. You talk about budgetary constraints. That's yeah. a good, maybe that's where they put all their money then. I know. That is yeah. very. It was awesome. It was like, I mean, it looks like a real head. It's very clearly a fake head. Well, it looks real enough. It does. But you're right. And and as the drill bit comes out, there's chunks, you know, stringy blood gore on the drill bit. Yeah. Cause flying around. I remember that uh, head where they killed it and like they, 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 you know, they, and don't go in the woods. That kind yeah. of, you know, the the one I think that was episode fifty three. Yeah, like you could tell it was a fake head. At the very beginning, like w- one of the first kills. Like, oh my god, it looks like a like someone just put hair on a Q tip. <laughs> but yes, go yeah. ahead. Like you said, it's a uh, this a very honorable like a very honorable, honorable mention. mention to kill honorable shot. mention to Yeah, should I play this? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> real short. <laughs> Honorable mention. Oh, mini mini dick, mini dick kill. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, this is gonna give me a second. That, that won't one. get old. That won't get old. So, but at this point, obviously Virgil's like, "Oh shit! I just killed my friend." Uh, yeah. And yeah, just, um, but good. Yeah, good. And and that's when Howard Johns, you know, kind of wakes up, comes to, and starts fighting. Virgil, another horrible choreographed while, scene. While Doctor Doctor Joan uh, Gilmore is, you know, uh, still duct taped or tied up, and she's struggling to get out of her constraints. And um, this was another. You're right. The chore- the choreography was great because uh, uh, Howard had the crowbar, and he like stabs towards uh, Virgil, and they do the 3D thing where the crowbar yeah. comes at <laughs> the like- camera, <laughs> comes at the camera, and it's Virgil getting stabbed by the... And the side, but I liked how he was also stabbed like in a uh, water pipe or something, so yeah. you, you think it's blood, but it, or what's coming out of him, is he stabbed, but yeah. as Howard Johns pulled the crowbar out, you know, of course, Virgil's dead, he falls down, another fucking good riddance, good. And, and there's Bye. water just like, you know, pouring out, another really cool, uh, yep. I mean, not honorable mention, obviously, but I just kind of thought like the uh, juxtaposition of his kill along with the water blood shit i thought it was pretty rad so dr gilmore uh at that point has the cattle prod she shocks howard johns pretty quick enough to get away um and there's a chase that's a long chase scene i wrote that down like i mean it's like 
second watch, I kind of fast forward it, but because it's just her running through the the mazes in the boiler room, escaping yeah. the death clutches of Howard Johns. As, as uh, finds a couple bodies, though. Yes, she does. She finds Bar uh, Lorraine. Lorraine, and that's where we find Barbara's boyfriend, the random dude, who yeah. was seriously the only time he was yeah. in this movie is like. A, I, Barbara guess, students, you remember, is the, the skateboarder. skateboarder. She yeah. kisses a she guy. Kisses a guy and says goodbye. Yes, it's this guy it's, is now dead, hanging from like a door. Second watch, I saw his outfit because I was like, "Who's uh -huh. wearing like?" Because he's wearing a green shirt, like with a blue stripe, and I was like, "Wait." So maybe it was left on the cutting room floor. Could be. Could be a deleted scene. Yeah, yeah we so. did not see him get killed, but he's definitely dead. Yeah, here. so yeah, she is running through, you know, discovering bodies like that trope, you know, like yep. as you're running and you know, oh, there people she are dead. She climbs into the air vents. Uh, Howard pokes it, you know, stabs at the air vents with his crowbar a little bit, trying to hit her, but doesn't, and she ends up outside. Yeah, she does. She kicks herself out of the uh, cellar, and um, again, this boiler room is huge, man. I yep. know I compared it to Canadian Village. I don't know if Canadian villages Canadian are villages, big. They're are probably, they big? They're probably pretty big. big. I mean, if, if, you're, if you have a boiler room the size of Canadian Village, I bet it's pretty big. I don't know why Canadian Village. You just think they're, why not a, you know, Because Asian it's a village. boot time we start talking oh. about our Canadian brothers Canada. and sisters, eh? Yeah. Uh, do we have any Atlanta listeners in Canada? Probably. Either? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, again... Sorry to those of you in Canada. <laughs> she runs up on a squad car, but it's actually the security car, and she finds dead Mr. Hackler. She comes running up. Mr. Hackler, Mr. Hackler, and he's got a knife in his back. So yeah. another kill off camera. Yes, another ki lot of kills off camera. But this is rad, too. Howard Johns runs up to her about to attack her. She turns on the siren and just goes, woo! And he, like, freaks out. Yeah, he's like, ah! Yeah, so maybe sound... Yeah, maybe... <laughs> Like, you're a psycho killer. You're kind of a pussy. I mean, yeah. if a, if a, you know, I mean, if you like close your ears, like you know, if you did this in my ears, <laughs> that would hurt my ears. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna apologize for future episodes. No, I'm not. This is rad. I'm not gonna apologize Embrace at all. Brace it. So, um, yes, uh, security guard uh, Heckler is dead, and uh, Howard John. <laughs> she, she, you know, she turns on the siren, so it kind of, kind of throws disorients disor in for a great yeah. word disorients howard johns so she's able to run off she runs back in the sorority house she's about to get in her car and yep. she hears banging in the back of the ambulance and it's mark grab a gun and he's like grab that gun there's a gun in the ambulance the safety's on but it's she she can't she can't shoot it well no but she says it doesn't work it doesn't work he's like it's the safety it's the safety and by then howard is on her and grabs the gun out of her hands and you know it's trying to he doesn't know how to use it either but um she runs back. Yeah, she runs back into the house. Yeah, because that's like this is like where it's all coming to fruition. She starts throwing some stuff at because him. Howard Johns is running after her. So they're yeah. in the they're in like I guess the parlor room the, of the yeah the, the living the, room area. Yeah, living room area. So she's like throwing ashtrays. Yeah, fucking uh, mirrors of cocaine at him. Like she uh, she smashes a mirror and picks up one of the sharp pieces of it and starts swinging it at him like a knife. Uh, he's dodging it and. Um, Mark comes in, hands tied behind his back. That's why. And he's got the gun in that, his that's hands. That's why. I thank you. I was. Yeah. I wrote down. I was like, why in the fuck I, is he trying behind the back shot? Out loud, I was like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Because <laughs> he turns and he's like, he's like Johns, and he tries to shoot. <laughs> he tries to shoot the gun with his hands behind his back, and he misses horribly. Uh, but it distracts. Um, it distracts Howard uh, long enough, or I guess no. Howard punches him, and he's down on the ground. He's gonna kill Mark. That's when Mrs. Collins comes in. What the fuck is now Mrs. about to happen? Mrs. Collins, the old lady Collins, the sorority mother, walks in, and Howard looks up at her like he knows her. Yep. And she looks at him like she knows him. And she does know him. And he starts reaching out to her like, 
Like, I love you. Mom. Mom. Mom! Yeah, Mrs. Collins is Howard's mom. Howard's mom. Howard Francis Johns. And that's when Dr. Dude, Gilmore I, had, I goosebumps. Yeah, because I, you know, usually, <laughs> like, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. Me neither. But then Howard, uh, then Dr. Gilmore stabs him through the neck. With yes. one of the big pieces of the broken mirror. Yeah, so uh, Howard Johns is now dead, but Mrs. Ms. Collins freaks loses out. it. Livid, she's freaking out. What are you doing? You yes. get him, you take my boy. You I'm take my boy. I'm making the pasta for you. And that's when I wrote, Dr. Gilmore figures it all out. Yeah, because Miss Collins, Collins tries to kill her. She wants to kill yeah. Dr. Gilmore she for killing her gun. son. She picks up the gun and she wants to S blow her away. So we go back to the flashback scene. Yes. Howard Johns eyes. didn't kill those sorority girls. With the nail gun, no. It was mom, it was Mrs. Mrs. Collins, Collins, that killed the four sorority girls. And it's so many, because you remember She's the- calling them sluts. Sluts, whores, don't whores. you do that? Because, you know, they're showing their boobs just like when uh, Lorraine was dancing around showing Earlier her boobs. Earlier in the movie. When yeah. we said foreshadowing. Yeah. Like, so it's all coming, it's all coming together. Yes. Thank you. God, it's rad. So, <laughs> so really was Howard Johns like a, I mean, he is demented, but yes. like what- what make because he didn't kill the girls not years ago his mom did but okay then how did, did he did he slash the fucking sheriff's neck he must have been in the struggle well we cut to later yes there's sorry. a little bit of dialogue that explains some things mrs collins was howard francis john's mom she had the baby secretly he was an illegitimate child is what they said yep uh, although no child is illegitimate they're all very legit Children are great. Just like and, uh, dogs and animal shelters. Just like and dogs cats and, and yes. cats and dogs. Uh, but she gave him her maiden name, Johns, rather yeah. than Collins. And then he was, uh, he the uh, Mark explains, well, he was mute. He was mute. So when he was accused of the murder, he couldn't defend himself. And the sheriff's like, well, I wouldn't say that, you know, because he could definitely defend himself. You know, he's, yeah. he's killed a bunch of people. But that's the that's why this is called silent madness. The guy's mute. He can't talk. Oh, you cinephile yeah. fuck. Whatever. Dude, I did not get that. Well, yeah, I didn't quite get why I was called Silent Man. I love they, that name. He never speaks in this movie. Of course not. He yeah. doesn't even make any growling noises. Yeah, like growling. Other I was about to say, I swear makes to God. no noise. Our minds are becoming connected. Yes, like, they bro, are. Like our periods. <laughs> I, but she did say she got him a job on campus so she could keep an eye on him. Correct. And uh, there's a little bit of other exposition by a reporter who's there talking to the camera, talking about how, you know, Another several bodies. Uh, tragedy strikes the university again. You know, yeah. it hasn't been bad since the other killings years ago. 20 years ago. Cresthaven yeah. uh, employees have been late suspended. Senior staff has been suspended. Uh, so later, so. Dr. Anderson and Gilmore, Van Dyce. Yep. Bye, so guys. As craziness ensues on the campus, everything, Dr. Uh, Gilmore and Mark flirt with each other. They hop in the car. Uh, grab a bag of cocaine and take off the Florida Keys laughing. Yeah, I love that. They're laughing. Full and of joy and away. laughter. Full <laughs> of fucking joy and laughter. And we roll credits. Roll credits. She just witnessed several young girls get killed. I, I, <laughs> that, that is so stupid to me. Yeah, I mean, and it's she's like, joking. You got to come visit me in New York. Mark. I'm coming now. He's like, I'm coming now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was almost. It's it's almost sad. Like I don't know why they, you know, let's make them laugh because. Maybe back a happy in the day. ending. It's a happy ending. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's terrible. A it's bunch horrible. of people died. <laughs> These young girls that were just starting their lives. Right. They're the prime of their lives. But or, I do. But know. now you brought up the name of the movie, Silent Madness, I really dig it. Yes. So, uh, well, that was it. They rolled credits after that, and that was, that was Silent Madness. You do you want to take off our we'll pants? We'll take a quick break, <laughs> and we will come back with the kill count, which okay. I have some music for. And then uh, we'll talk about next next week. You didn't have to announce the music part. Oh. It would have been radder if you just would have let it happen. Too bad. It's happening. We'll be right back.
I don't have to pee. Oh, <laughs> we'll be right back. So uh, I, I, we're back. I wanted to say this though to the, uh, the staff and students. Get of right Slash up in U. there. Say the it. staff and students of Slash U. Yeah. Silent Madness, definitely worth a watch. Totally. I, I, I'm thinking I'm almost going top ten. And Nick's, I haven't done a top ten. You know my favorite movie. Like my top three are probably Blood Diner, The Mutilator, and uh, something about The Intruder. I really like too. Yeah. I mean, I know I can go through, but. I mean, top 10, I mean, this had it a lot of fun. The only thing it was really missing was, I mean, I guess better kills. Like, there were great kills. I just wish they would explore them a little bit more graphically. Sure. And heavy metal. This didn't have any heavy metal. Nope. Not really a lot of drug, u- drug usage either. You well, know, I mean, yeah. I caught one of the girls drinking a beer. Yeah, they were the sheriff beer. drank some I mean, coors. You know, that's, but the the plot twist, the the create creativity of the kills. Yeah. And the, you got to see a couple bubes and yeah. skateboarding and vans. So, um... I'm gonna give this a a nod. I mean, I get, you have to watch them all. Like, Available and, on Tubi. They like need so sponsors. many. They need yeah. a fucking sponsor. You should reach of, out. Yeah, see if they'll kick us. Five anybody bucks. have any connections at Tubi? Uh, yeah. Holler slash you at them, please. So yeah. um, I, that's all I wanted to say before we get into um, the kill the, count. Let's uh, Andy. Let's get into that cliff count. A little jazzy. All right. So, we had Paul and Susan out of the campground, the beginning of the movie. Uh, that's two. Then Barbara, that was your dick kill shot. Dick shot kill! Uh, her head in a vice. Uh, we had Lorraine, who uh, got her mouth shoved upon a uh, steam pipe. Yeah, I, 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 that's, all I, that's all I like to think of it. Uh, then we had four flashback girls. One, two, three, four girls in that flashback, all nailed with the nail gun. Then Cheryl stabbed while playing uh, Dragon's Lair. Then Pam <laughs> with, uh, was uh, the weight uh, tied around her neck and thrown out the window. That's my dick kill shot. And that was... Uh, <laughs> then we had uh, Jesse killed in the drill press. Uh, and then Virgil stabbed by a crowbar. And then uh, we discovered, during the body discovery portion, uh, while Dr. G was running around, we saw Barbara's boyfriend Thank you. hanging from the door. Perfect. I suppose it's a throat slash or something. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. Hackler was stabbed in his squad car, the security guy. And then Howard himself stabbed did, through the neck. Did you include the four pastime sort of girls? I did. I said flashback oh, okay, girls. Okay, okay. Sorry. You listen to me? Yes, I... Am I in your ears? <laughs> That's 15. You're in my heart. Uh, oh, 15? 15 Because deaths. the reporter says 11, but Well, he's not he, counting the, the four, four girls from so 20 years ago or whatever. Almost, the reporter almost gives us a kill count. He does. Because he says 11, but yeah. he's dead here. So, very good, Andy. Yeah. Thank you. And I love the, you know how... The music bed? Yeah, it's a baritone A little sex. jazzy. A little baritone. Bop, 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 Shouts yeah. out to the band Morphine uh, with the baritone sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... A great three-piece band, by the way. Good-sized uh, amount of kills in our movie this week. Definitely uh, something to go watch. Do it. And something to go listen to. This is one of our better ones, for sure. Yeah, I definitely will dig that. But hey, you know what? I wanted to, before we get into next week's uh, movie, Andy, I want to bring up that we are taking our break in January. Yeah. Have a little uh, Nick and Andy time so we can, uh, you know, work up on each other and touch each other. <laughs> We're going to fix up Studio East. Yeah. And um, so we, I think we have like about uh, three more episodes or, you know, three more episodes of Slash U before we take our January break. We're going to drop some best ofs, though, so January will still yeah, have Yeah, January we're still going to have content. Yeah. But I, I still think we, you know, we were talking about doing extra credit where Slash yeah. U kind of goes off the grid and, like, you know, we leave 1988 and we just pursue, like, 
whenever. 2010. Yeah. But I also like the idea of, of remakes. Oh, reboots, remakes, and so sequels. I, I, I kind of feel like my heart's going there. Yeah. I might put something up on our Instagram, slash you underscore podcast on Instagram. Okay. Slash you podcast.com. Yep. On the web. I might leave it to the students, you know, and see vote. if anybody will vote. I uh, but think, my uh, heart's telling me remakes. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I think, yeah, we get outside of this time frame, probably a lot more people would um, listen. It's not that they don't like this time period, but if we start covering movies that other people, that a lot of people have seen, who knows? Maybe some more folks will listen. I know, but that's, we could do that anytime. I still think, you know, we've seen like so many films. And I there know, are so many still between I, 1977 and 1988 I know, but that I, we have not covered. I feel like it'd be a fun time to do. I agree. I know we're having this discussion on pod right now, but maybe yeah. we can. Uh, we'll tow it off mic. We'll do it yeah. off mic. Um, that said. Next week. Let's talk about next week. Mother, this is a Jody recommendation your wife yep. nice well thank you jody um this is uh 1978 one hour 24 minutes the redeemer colon son of satan it doesn't say colon but the punctuation got it <laughs> the redeemer son wait, of satan is yeah. it colon or yeah it's a colon oh wait so colon could mean poop, poop colon shit? is your yeah the and organ then colon in your body. Could also mean like it's the a... punctuation do you not know what that punctuation is you just say two dots you're a writer, right? <laughs> I'm a hack. I'm a worthless hack. Then there's a little dot above a comma. That's called a semicolon. <laughs> You're a dick. Yeah. All right, no, uh, the Redeemer, Son, Son of, of Satan. Satan. Yeah, I thought it said Son of Santa. <laughs> it's just in the Christmas spirit, bro. Nick Jr. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, sorry, I'm laughing. How's it go? Much. Six people are trapped within the confines of their old high school during their 10th high school reunion with a psychotic masked preacher who kills them off for their sinful lives that they have made for themselves. 1978. I'm so excited. I love movies in the 70s. So, um, yeah, looks like it's got a pretty good rating. I really don't give a fuck what uh, ratings mean. Um, but well, we don't until after we've seen it. Really, yeah. <laughs> usually, then we're like, God, that sucks. You Final know? exam and Sledgehammer. Yeah, terrible ratings. God, Sledgehammer was terrible the, movies. I mean, terrible. Oh. Just terrible. I don't, I, I don't even know. I, watching that the second time, I know we're talking about Sledgehammer, was which was episode 52. It was yeah. watching it the second time. Like, even Jody, she was like, God, yeah. you have to watch this again. I was Cheryl like, couldn't make it through it. She's like, this is the worst. It is the... So, um, so Redeemer, anyway, Son of Satan, on Tubi, I Tubi, believe, Tubi, Tubi. and other platforms. Search search your smart TV and find it. Do uh, we forget anything? Um, we've already mentioned the website, slash youpodcast.com, Instagram, slash you underscore podcast. If you're looking for a Christmas idea... What? Uh... Slash you t-shirt would be rad, wouldn't it? Yep, get a t-shirt. We've got some of those for sale, large and extra left, large. Large and extra um, large, yep. Visit Macabre Daily. Yes. Check out their stuff. The, they I mean, did those a, guys are on content, guys and girls, I should yeah. say. Like, um, I, I, you know, the, the, that that team, and I'm a small part of it. I've been slacking a little bit, but... Uh, get, get right up on there. Oh, sorry. Like you're making love to the robot I know, penis. I'm like leading back, like yeah. hanging out. The, I mean, the content <laughs> uh, they put out is just yeah. in fucking sane well I mean, as we record this they just did that 13 facts about christine which my you're, favorite yeah that's um I, all hot on so i'm fucking love that's yeah. it's just such a great john carpenter fucking yeah. told i mean no one else could have told the story no like the john carpenter. anyway i know we're talking too much hey andy yeah i cannot wait to watch this uh movie for next week uh again the redeemer son yeah. of satan available oh, on tubi check out the news and events section of the website because we i've got that updated with what we're doing for the remainder of the year so if you do want to get ahead it's all up there. 
ahead. <laughs> um, so, well, this has been a blast. Hey! We're using this new board. And um, I got nothing else, man. So until next time, class dismissed. Class dismissed! Right.